the way we communicate is really just a tool to access our deeper being. And I think for us, learning how to communicate was really just learning how to be in love and with love and speak with love with each other. I don't like to argue, so I say nothing and fume for days. How do I set boundaries without sounding like a jerk? I hate the idea that I might accidentally offend somebody, so sometimes I'd just rather say nothing at all. Welcome to the Language Alchemy Podcast, and thank you for joining me today. This is your host, Alejandra Siroca, a transformative communication teacher and coach devoted to helping you have more peace and more harmony in all your relationships. I have a treat for you today, because in this episode, I'm interviewing someone very special about how communication has contributed to a thriving, meaningful, and long-lasting relationship. In this episode, I'm interviewing Matthew Siroca, my husband. If you've been following me for a while, you've heard me talk about him as my beloved. Matthew and I have been together since 2004. We were set up by a friend in common, and 48 hours after the evening we met in Cambridge, Massachusetts, and spending probably half of that time talking, doing yoga, and meditating, Matthew asked me if I was willing to open my heart to him. I said yes, and we got married eight months later. I moved to California, and that was 17 years ago. The relationship with Matthew has taught me and continues to teach me so much about communication. In fact, it was my communication with Matthew that had a big impact in creating language alchemy. If you want to listen to that story, you can check out my intro episode. I'll add the link in the show notes. Today, I want to interview Matthew because in my work coaching couples, People usually ask me about how my beloved and I communicate, so I want to give you a little taste of this. By the way, this is spontaneous dialogue. It's not rehearsed. So without further ado, here's Matthew. Hi, love. Hi. (laughs) Thanks so much for having me. Absolutely. It's my first podcast interview. Is it? It's very exciting. It is very exciting for me, too. Yes. So people tend to think that to communicate well in a relationship, you need to come from the same background. Yet you and I grew up very differently. Yes. You grew up in... New York City. And I grew up in the north of Argentina in a small city called Salta. I attended Catholic school from first grade to senior year of high school and... I didn't. That's right. I was raised, I'd say, culturally Jewish. My first language is Spanish. And I can barely speak Spanish. (laughs) And your first language? English. Yeah. And I can barely speak English sometimes. (laughs) My family is pretty conservative. Mine's pretty liberal. I come from a tribal culture. I come from the great state of individuality. 
That's right. I have two sisters. I was raised as an only child. There's more of a story there, but I was raised as an only child. And I'm an immigrant, and I'm also seen as a person of color in the United States. And I'm second or third generation born in the U.S., and I definitely walk through this country and the world with a place of privilege as a, as a white male. And I've also worked with language and communication my whole life, and I'm pretty verbose. I'm not sure if, how, if I'm supposed to agree with that or not. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to. You do, you do like to talk. I appreciate brevity and concision. So lots of differences, right? Yeah. And yet, we are able to keep growing and learning and deepening our love despite our differences. And sometimes because of them. And sometimes because of them. And of course, I would say it's because of the way we communicate. What do you think about that? I know I was pr probably supposed to say it's because of the way we communicate. And it is in part because of the way we communicate, but, and here's a big secret language alchemy listeners, <laughs> The way we communicate is really just a tool to access our deeper being. And f I think for us, learning how to communicate was really just learning how to be in love and with love and speak with love with each other. We got tools, we, we, we learned NVC, nonviolent communication and some other things. We got some tools but the tools were really the means to the end. And the end was how to continually show up with each other in a way that we wanted to. Yeah, and tap into that inner essence, that inner foundation, which is love. Yeah. Yeah. And we also have tools. We do have tools. And tools are necessary to get there. They're, they're not only necessary to get there, but I imagine like most people listening, we have very busy lives and, and sometimes it's, things are very stressful. Sometimes things are very, uh, feel very compacted. And I'll just say for myself, sometimes I feel very, yeah, compacted would be a good word for it. And the tools give me the opportunity to pause and consider how I want to show up, even if I'm feeling frustrated or anxious or closed off or annoyed or many other things, which I often feel. That's right, because you're human. Yes, I am. <laughs> so if you had to narrow it down in your experience, how has or how have these communication tools contributed to the thriving and loving relationship that we have to connect to that essence of, of love, to our deeper being, and bring that forth in the way we communicate? Well, I mentioned one already, which is, is that it gives me the opportunity to pause and consider how I want to be uh, and how I want to show up. 
Also in the pause is the opportunity to listen and to really hear what you're saying Hmm. and then to consider where you're coming from and that maybe what you're saying isn't actually what you mean. Maybe what you're, what you're really communicating to me is you've had a long day Hmm. and you need a little time to connect and that's what you're asking for. You're not actually asking me to do the thing that you're asking me for. And if I can pause and think about maybe what your needs are and where you're coming from, then it gives me the opportunity to choose how to respond. And I'm on different layers, right? I, I can respond by agreeing to the request if you're making a request, but I can also respond by acknowledging what's underneath the request and checking to see if that's true or accurate and, and trying to provide that and say, Oh, what's really needed here is some, a little time to connect. Okay. So let's, let's do that. I was in a rush, but I actually have the time. So I'm going to just pause. So those are some ways that the tools, I think, give us a access into deeper connection. Yeah, and I find that when we have that access to that deeper connection, we have the openness to keep being curious about each other, to keep learning from each other, and to see things, hear things that otherwise we we wouldn't have. Yes, and just even to say more specifically, to remember, this is the person I love. This is the person I care about. This is a person I want to thrive and succeed and to be happy and to be well in all ways. And so how can I contribute to that as opposed to someone is making a demand on me? There's a, someone's asking me for my time or attention or energy or why am I being picked on or nagged or whatever the experience might be no wait what's really going on this is the person i choose to be with yeah and that context really sets the tone for everything else and i would say the problem you know the problems come when for me when i forget the context Hmm. when i get too wrapped up in whatever the you know drama du jour is mm-hmm. and I forget the larger context and that's why the tools are helpful is because they help bring me back to presence. Thank you for that. There's something that we usually say to one another, I choose you. Hmm. We say that frequently and that's one of the ways in which I feel language brings us back. Hmm. As well as the other practice that we have when we get together to share a meal, whether it's breakfast, lunch, dinner, and we hold hands and we talk about what we're grateful for. And sometimes the day is long, uh, we're not in the best of moods or we're preoccupied with something, but just that little moment when we take that pause, hold hands, and remind ourselves that we have so much to be grateful for in our lives shifts the the way in which we share something as simple, daily, and common as food. Yeah. 
So you mentioned listening. Let's talk a little bit more about it. Did you say something? <laughs> I love your sense of humor. Most of the time. Yeah. That's true. Well, there's so much to be said there. And one thing I was thinking about is that I think you certainly helped me learn how to listen, not just to you, but to listen to myself while I'm listening to you and to recognize, ah, oh, what she's saying, I'm feeling triggered. Not that you're causing it, but right. that listening to myself, that there's something happening mm -hmm. and it's making it hard for me to stay present with what's going on. And then I, again, I have choice. I can, I can say, can you hold on a minute, love? I, I'm feeling kind of, whew, and I, I want to deal with it. Or I can just note it and come back to it and turn my attention back to you. But I have, I have the choice to see, and it also allows me to choose how to respond when it's, I'm done listening and it's time to speak. So that's, that's another aspect of listening that I think that uh, I've learned from you. Hmm. And makes a really big difference in, in my ability to not create total havoc in our lives. <laughs> well, in our lives that are, are very busy and I can, well, first of all, thank you for saying that, that you learned that from me. And I get, like, I'm, I'm feeling very soft and tender inside hearing that and very touched. And uh, what I have learned is that when I understand that I have the capacity to hold space for you and to listen, that you share more and more with me from deeper layers of your being. So it's not just like, how was your day? And it was great. Or, you know, this or that happened. But when I just make space and instead of being verbose and filling every second with my words, I just open up to some silence. Then I get this deeper sense of connection, this true sense of connection with you because we make space for deeper things. Well, and also it's an acknowledgement that we have different styles of, of sharing what's going on for us and that we have different levels of comfort and you're ready to jump in where it takes me a while to to get there and so having the space to do that is an invitation and makes it feel makes makes me feel like you're available and I can take my time to really connect to whatever it is that I want to share so uh, that that's that's an effective it's not a technique it's just a right. that you've recognized the different ways that that we are and with how we communicate and you've adapted and adapted accordingly in a way that allows me to be able to share more. Yeah, and I find that you have recognized the ways in which I communicate and you have adapted as well. You have made space for me without making it wrong that my style is different than yours. Yeah, and also to be able to say like when it's too much too. Yes. You say like I'm full. <laughs> and I, I learned that from you and, mm -hmm. and I not only did I learn it from you but you made it clear that I had permission to tell you that 
Absolutely. And that made a huge difference because I didn't want to do something that I thought would be harmful or hurtful. Um, but in without setting that boundary, I wasn't able to take care of my own needs. So you gave me, uh, you made it clear that it was okay to do that and that that was actually a form of love for you and self-care for me. And so now I can, now I can take care of both of us in that way. Mm, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your love, for learning all these things together. And thank you for choosing me. Thank you. Okay, I'm Terry now. <laughs> all right. Well, thanks for having me on the podcast. Thank you so much for coming. I really appreciate it, love. And for you listening, thank you for listening. And if you would like to have, create, and maintain true connection, the kind that is possible with your beloved, the people you care about, other people in the world, in your community, I want to invite you to a free online workshop called The Three Communication Secrets to Creating and Maintaining True Connection. You can sign up at languagealchemy.com forward slash workshop. I will add the links in the show notes. And as we say in Argentina, ciao, ciao. ciao. <laughs> yes. Original music by Gary Lapoe. You can find all links in the show notes at languagealchemy.com.